Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, let's preview some playoff games. We'll we'll start with the first one. That's where I usually like to start. The Rose Bowl <laughs> in Pasadena. We got a four seed Alabama against the number one mm. seed Michigan. And so Trey, first question for you, which players or matchups are you most looking forward to in this one? There's a lot of them that I'm kind of looking forward to, but I guess it came down to me the the Michigan, <clears throat> sorry, the Michigan offense versus that Alabama defense. Uh, you know, Michigan, they didn't have that that tough slate this year. Offense didn't really need to do a whole lot. They just lined up and ran Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards. Uh, you know, will that recipe work against the the tide? Uh, you know, I really, I think I said it before in the Ohio State preview for them. It's like, I want to see J.J. McCarthy in a matchup like this. You know, if they're behind or needing to convert, you know, key third downs late in the game, can he have success? success? You know, and, and it's not just J.J. McCarthy. It's it's also looking at the receiving core. Like, mm-hmm. are they dynamic enough to beat Alabama? Roman Wilson, Cornelius Johnson are good, but it's nothing that Bama hasn't seen. So I'm that's what I'm curious about if the game is in doubt late. Yeah, I'm pretty similar to you in what I'm I'm looking at because I'm just I zeroed in on the Michigan passing game against Alabama's secondary because that secondary is loaded, uh, one of the best in the country, and I just I still don't know if JJ McCarthy and the receivers, you know, can can carry a Michigan offense against an elite secondary like that. Like like you said, you know, Roman Wilson is is good, is very good, but you know he's not Marvin Harrison Jr. and I'm not sure. sure any of the other wide receivers scare you too much. Um, so, yeah, I'm just that matchup will be interesting. But like you said, I mean, we we said that against Ohio State and, and you know, J.J. McCarthy made enough plays to to get the W. It's not like their running game was was dominant in that game. But uh, this is just another test on a bigger stage. Yeah. OK, um, so let's let's give our ATS picks. Michigan is favored one and a half two, d- depending on where you look. So what are you thinking? Yeah. Well, since I'm going to take Michigan here, I'll give the one and a half in that that point of view. But, you know, I know the narrative overall of you you got another Big Ten SEC matchup. You know, we've seen this story before. SEC always dominating. But but I'm going with Michigan. They they just seem like they have a chip on their shoulder this year, Uh, not just because of the Harbaugh suspensions and sign stealing allegations or whatever. It's more that, you know, they were doubted after losing back to back playoff games the last couple of years. Um, and I, this defense can give Milrow trouble. You know, they have Burton and Bond on the outside, but that Wolverine secondary is stout. The the Michigan run defense is, is better than what they just faced against Georgia. Uh, I like Michigan in a, in a lower scoring game. All right. I'm going to go the other way. So I will, I will take two points. Um, you know, I, the, this Alabama defensive line, they're not, you know, they're not a vintage Alabama defensive line dominant like they've had before, but they're pretty good. And Michigan's running game, especially without Zach Zinter, of course, yeah. got, got injured at the end of that Ohio State game, I, I think it can be slowed down. I mean, against Iowa in the Big Ten Championship, it's, the running game didn't do all that much. I know that's you know a great Iowa defense, and Michigan didn't really have to you know, yeah. pull out all the stops the motions. Uh, to, to beat Iowa. But, but still, I, I think that they, they can be slowed down. And, and then... Michigan's defense is great, but it hasn't faced a, a dynamic quarterback like Jalen Milrow, you know, yeah. at least at least in, among the, the good teams they've played. So 
maybe that could cause some troubles. So I will take the points. I mean, that was my case for for Bama, but really, whoever was getting points here, I was probably just going to take. It's it's that close. <laughs> but that that's another either. angle. I am curious to see Milrow's legs against mm-hmm. Michigan's D. That could be the the X factor. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, next game is the Sugar Bowl. We've got the the three seed Texas uh, against the two seed Washington. What what are you looking for in this game? Again, there's a lot of things you could look at. Uh, I'm going to stick, though, with the the Texas offense against the Husky defense. If the Husky defense can't get stops, they just I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with with Texas, in my opinion. Um, they can't afford to let Quinn, Quinn Ewers you know, be comfortable, stay confident after he finished the, the, the year so well, especially in that Big 12 title. Uh, you know, Washington's, Washington's defense has been vulnerable, uh, you know, a lot this year, but they did what it needed to do in the biggest games, including maybe one of their best defensive performances against Oregon in the Pac-12 title. So maybe it's just a, a case of they have Oregon's number or that defense is maybe turning a corner, but I want to see that matchup. Okay, mine is when the uh, the other two units are on the field. I'm looking at Texas's pass rush against Washington's offensive line because if Penix is comfortable in the pocket, his receivers are going to get open. Like They're just yeah. too talented. Like Nobody... Uh, can can stop them I feel like and you know Penix has has only been s- sacked 10 times all year so and Washington's O-line just won the the Joe Moore award um, and it's not like and Texas pass rush isn't amazing but Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy in the middle just beasts they've got a, a yeah. several beasts on that defensive line so maybe they can get some interior pressure and, and that could affect Penix in a way that he hasn't seen before um all right but, so against yeah, yeah against the spread what's the what what did we say the line was four four texas minus four what do you think i've been <clears throat> i've been wrong on washington a, a lot of the year but i i'm gonna take them here take the points uh you know texas might win because their rush defense has been outstanding so you know dylan johnson for the huskies to finish the year he he's been great um but he might not have the holes he's had in the last few weeks but I am overall. I'm going to trust Kalen DeBoer with Michael Penix to scheme up some points here. They have arguably the best p- player on the field with uh, Roma Dunze, uh, and DeBoer is so creative in getting him the ball. And and it's not just him. Obviously, like you mentioned, like Texas has to worry about Jalen Polk, Jalen McMillan on the outside as well. You know, I am a little concerned about that Husky defense against Ewers, but I'm going to take the Husky offense in what could be a shootout. Yeah. All right. We're going. We're going opposite in, in both games. I'm taking Texas. I just feel like this Washington team. I know they're very well coached. I love DeBoer, but winning at this rate of close games, of course, I would not yeah. expect to continue. Maybe it comes to an end here. And I just expect the the talent of of Texas to win out. Sometimes it feels like on the the biggest stages you get to the playoff, and those those star ratings just seem to matter a little bit more. Maybe that's just. Uh, yeah in my head but it feels like that's the case and just their beasts on the defensive line like you said i i think it's i think it could be tough going a little bit for dylan johnson and so forcing the the washington offense to be a little bit more one-dimensional um and then on the other side of the ball washington washington's defense just doesn't they're good but they're they're not great so yeah uh yeah i'm laying the four but okay so broke down the two games Let's make our picks before before the playoff here. Who you have winning it all? Well, we're clearly going to be different. Uh, I'm this is it's it's still I I want to get back to the point that it's so cool that I wouldn't be surprised if any of the four teams won. Like it's just 
We're not yeah. used to seeing that going into the year. Maybe Washington, I guess. But but <clears throat> I'm going to pick Michigan. Their defense and run game, old school football, I think is going to carry them to the title. Uh, you know, fans might not like it with the Harbaugh and Michigan against the world sort of deal, but it might end up carrying them to glory. It just they they do have that team of destiny feeling. Like yeah, if they, it's it's hard to sort it. of I'm it. <laughs> ignore that. Um, I'll go out on a, a small limb, I guess, and I'll say I'll say Texas. I'll pick Texas to win it all because um, you know if they face Michigan, I think that they can shut down that running game. I think they match up well with uh, with Sweat and Murphy there. And then if they face Alabama, I mean, they already beat them once. They beat them on the road earlier oh, this year. Yeah. I know Bama yeah. has improved since then, but but still, why not? I feel like it's a a live underdog to to take. Um, but okay, that'll do it for this episode of the College Football Bros. Um, hope everyone has a great New Year and enjoys these games on on New Year's Day. I know Trey's going to be nursing a, na- a massive hangover. Uh, oh. for these games but hopefully the rest of you are a little bit more responsible so we will <laughs> so much we'll see you we'll see you in 2024 see you next year <laughs>